Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever presented by the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence that just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And here we are again yelling into a laptop. Yeah. One more time. Yeah, we had to do it this time because we had a... We had a lot of shit to do. Hell yeah, we're kind of busy this week. Went to Vegas. Yeah. Went to Vegas and... Drove all the way home. Yeah, just got back, so... I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm being lazy. Yeah, I don't blame you. So blame shitty quality on me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... You know, it's I'm, I'm having a good time over here. I noticed. Okay. It's fine, though, because, uh, you know, you get to stay home, not to leave. I get to not wear a shirt while recording this. Oh, yeah, you're rocking Larry Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> My late dad, he uh, he has a, a He never a wore style. a shirt. No, he never wore a shirt, and he actually wore these very shorts. Yep, he did. Those were your dad's shorts. I'm going to wear Larry Merrick. <laughs> your dad just was not into shirts. Yeah, no, I don't think he was. I, I don't know why. It's cold in Buffalo. But you know, sometimes, you know, that, that's, I think, I think it's just, you know, sometimes you just grow up and you just... You know, you live you live your life, and you're like, yeah, you know, and you're like, fuck shirts. You 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 reach a part in your life where you're like, you know what, shirts are going to be an option. Mm, I see. And then that's what happens. Are Are you at that point in your life? No, no. I where mean, shirts are an option. Well, no, I mean, I'm talking like if people come over and stuff, I'm wearing a shirt. You know, <laughs> if I'm walking outside, but typically I'm not. You know, because that's that was the thing about my dad was that it didn't matter. <laughs> I know. You know, when the census taker came over, and he's like. I'm not wearing a shirt. Like, when I had female friends come over, you know... I think I saw your dad, like, in a shirt, like, four times, and one of those times was at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm certain that if it was shirt optional, he probably would have, uh... He would have not worn one. Yeah, if he didn't have to wear a shirt at our wedding, he wouldn't have. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what? You know, it's, it's, as co- it's comfortable as California. You know, it's true. It's it good, is actually warm today. Out here, it's a good place to not wear a shirt. It's true. It is warm today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so let's get into our books. Um, so we had some, uh, we did a little bit of shopping this weekend again. Yeah, in Vegas. Which is funny because it's like we go to sh- the places, you mm-hmm. know, like we'll do, like I think, we, I think it was last weekend we did this too, because we went to the book fair last weekend, right? Or yeah, no? we did, but we didn't, ex- I didn't realize there were going to be comic books at the book fair. Yeah, you did. No, not when I originally planned to go to the book fair. I saw that when we had already planned to go, and then I'd seen on Instagram that some of the comic book stores that we go to were going to be at the book fair. Right. I had already planned to go without realizing they were going to be there. Yeah, and I see the problem was is that we went, and, you know, it's one of our favorite stores, you know, in the area, the Heidi Ho and And Jeffries, Jeffries, and they had a a pack of... of, uh, Defenders comics. They did. It was like what, like ten Defenders comics, just like in a, like a grab bag. In a grab like bag, and most Defenders. most of which I did not have. Yeah, I and, know. and I'm a sucker for uh, a, def- a good Defenders comic. Oh, I know. You know that was that was a very exciting for me, and so we bought some ra- we got some random stuff. And well, then just I'm had- a huge fan of the uh, grab bag of comics. Yeah, which I ended up getting one of. Uh, for cheap, and it had, like, all sorts of shit in it. It was very exciting. It was actually kind of nice because there was some, well, there was another Defenders I didn't have. Yeah, in my grab bag. Which was awesome. Which is great. And there was, like, you know, some newer stuff. 
that we normally wouldn't collect. But I mean, it's like if it's you know if it's given to us, you yeah. know, we'll read it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. indulge. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but uh, you know that's that's kind of that's kind of how it goes, and you realize if you like something or not. So, yes. so it's kind of that's those kind of fun. And then this weekend, you know, this past week we went to Las Vegas. Uh, there's alternate reality comics. Yeah, it's a really cool store in Vegas if you're in that area. Yeah, it's off the strip. I would recommend it. But it's it's pretty cool. It's really nicely organized and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, you there's know, a lot of cool shit. In there. They got dollar comics. And I was able to actually almost uh, to knock out my, almost my entire Wonder Man co- collection, mm-hmm. uh, save for one last book that they did not have, which I have to find still. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty impressive. Yes. So uh, big ups to them. We actually are reading one of their books today. Ironically, the Fender's book. But um, we will get to that in a little bit because first book we're going to do is Manhunter mm-hmm. Volume. I think this is okay. So this is the '80s version of Manhunter. We did Val- we did Manhunter before, yes, um, but was the Manhunter uh, the, the the Chase of Waller Manhunter from the '90s? Yes. This is the Mark Shaw Manhunter from the '80s. Yes, and uh, it is from I want to say December. I think so. If for some reason this says Winter 1987, like sure. yeah, even though it's published monthly. And they just forgot to... Maybe like, they were just like, you know what, we're not going to do this one monthly. Fuck it. Fuck it. So, so like, we're going to draw uh, Count Vertigo here on the cover, make him look like he has one foot. He's doing a nice one, little, nice little one, stretchy. He's doing, like, a ballet thing, but it really just looks like his feet are just, like, one foot. Right. So he's kind of like a mermaid. But it's Manhunter number seven from winter 19... Uh, whatever year this is, 1988. Like, 87? 88. 89. 89. Winter 19... Oh, 89, 88, I'm sorry. 88. 88. Very important. Mm-hmm. So Winter 1988, Manhunter, number seven, and uh, on the cover, yes, McCon Vertigo is there, and he's doing uh, some Virgo, Vertigo-ing in his outfit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Mark Shaw, the Manhunter, this is the Manhunter that has, like, the big padded costume, and he has the cool mask, the cool silver mask, and mm-hmm. he's got the stick. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, and he's turned upside down, and stuff's going down. So, yeah. So now, uh, on the inside, I don't even know if this is named. Any, this this story is. I don't think anything. it has a name. Actually, when I was just looking at it, I was just thinking about that. I don't think it is named anything because there's no name on the cover, and there's no name when you open up on the front page, and you just have the yeah, it just says like who wrote it and stuff. But there's no actual name of like the story. <laughs> so, which is. Good, I guess. Yeah. Sure. So, anyway, so, uh, so Manhunter, so we have it, so we're basically, Manhunter is in the top left corner, yeah. uh, standing, kind of like commentating on the situation that we're looking at in this panel. Yeah, before he runs into Count Vertigo. Right. So, because apparently, because he's, since he's a mercenary. Yeah. You it's know, like a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah. And... He's uh, discussing about how he's going to get the the, uh, the he's trying to capture uh, uh, what's his face. I forget that guy's name. Doctor Alchemy. Yeah, because apparently there's bounty on him or whatever, so he's going to get this guy. So and he has like Batman. Batman said blah blah blah. Yeah, whatever. Like whatever. So Doctor Alchemy is like standing in the middle of the street. There's money blowing everywhere, and he's got his little gem, and he's laughing. 
He's literally ha ha ha. Yeah, it literally says ha ha ha. Because he's got this gem, he's got this orange rock that basically lets him like turn things into a million, whatever he wants. Yeah. You know, does alchemy, and you know, Manhunter's like, geez, why don't you like give yourself like a better suit instead of a fucking. He looks like he, he looks like he just walked out of a red fair. Yeah, and he's got like these. I don't understand the boots. He's like, aha, fair maiden. Like, what service serve? Yeah. What purpose do these giant boots serve? Oh, that's just flair. That's just fashion. Mm-hmm. You don't understand fashion. You're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> if you were wearing a shirt, you'd understand. I would, yes. Uh, so he's like, you know, blowing up some shit, whatever. Then you know, and. Uh, so he's Man Hunter's he, explaining how he got him. He's like, well, you know, Dr. Alchemy, he's this guy, which, whatever his name is. Desmond. Al Desmond. Al Desmond. And he has a weakness for redheads who, what, what does he say here? Well, he describes it as <laughs> we have redheads who, as he said, had balconies you could play Shakespeare from. So, uh, like, I don't understand that. I mean, I get what we're talking about. We're talking about titties. But, you know, you don't host Shakespeare on balconies. Usually people sit in balconies to watch plays. So should it be like to have balconies you could watch Shakespeare from? Yeah, no, I mean, well, you, you can literally set anything else. By, like, by just bringing too much logic to the idea that this dude loves a, a redhead with a big old rack. Yeah. It doesn't even have that big of a rack, by the way. Well, we don't even get to really see, you know, because it's a, 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 she, it's a her, DC comic from 1988. Her theme song is not Heavy Boobs. No. From My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. No, her theme song is, uh, is Modest modest uh, Chest. <laughs> is, is, that a, is that a theme song? Modest Chest. Modest Mod Chest. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so she, I guess she's like a hooker or whatever. Well, he hired, I think he, I think... Manhunter, Manhunter, like hires her. Yes, which is why I'm assuming she's a hooker. Yeah, to like go talk to Doctor Alchemy. Well, it's weird because she comes outside. Okay, so she's outside, and then like Doctor Alchemy's like, you know, he's like telling her where to go, and they're smoking a cigarette, and then he takes his shirt off and lays on the bed to yeah, drink because she's a hooker. You know, and then she's like, you know, and he's like. She's like, she's like, hey, I like the skylight, you know. And he's like, yeah, well, partial to a good view, if you know what I'm saying, cans. Because he's like, because basically the frame is just kind of it's just like her tits. It's just him. like boy, oy, 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 oy. And she's like, he's like, just like face and titties. He's he's a boob man. He is a boob man. He's a balcony. He's, he's a balcony man. He's a balcony man who's got <laughs> giant sideburns. <sighs> it's, the, it's the late '80s, and apparently you can still get away with that. Yep. Yep. So Manhunter jumps through the skylight because he apparently because he's like yo because he because he because he quotes Batman earlier and he's like you know what Batman also also does is jumps through windows yeah so I'm gonna do that so he does uh, and basically he apprehends him because he try and he he stop because because uh, um, Doctor Alchemy tries to grab his little stone he doesn't do it and he's been apprehended and she's like hey you know you almost oh she stabs him or something. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, that almost went through the padding." And she's like, "Good, because you told me you were just playing a prank on a friend." And he's like, "Yeah, the prank is he lands in jail. Isn't it funny?" <laughs> what, kind of, wait, what kind of prank is? Wait, so he hired a a hooker with a giant rack, and he's like, "Did he like t- 
tell her, it's like, I'm going to jump through the windows to be really funny. And she's yeah. like, and she didn't like realize that. I guess so. I guess that was the thing. She's like, okay, I'll, you know, whatever. I wonder, so, so he said he got this intel from somewhere. Was he like at a bar and was like. <laughs> what can you tell me about this guy? He loves redhead. Well, he's like, he's like he loves, he loves uh, redheads that have like, they're built like clipper ships. <laughs> He loves a lady with a big prow, if you know what I'm saying. He likes a lady that looks like a dresser that's been opened. <laughs> a drawer, dresser drawer. You know, you get it? Like, you know, if you open the drawer to keep it closed. Just imagine a woman like that. <laughs> and you put her head on like a dresser. She's, like she's like a Coke bottle. Uh, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. She's like a cliff. She he looks he looks a woman that's like uh, the Rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> Tits are overrated. No, they're not. No, they are. <laughs> heavy boobs, heavy boobs. <laughs> da, 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 da. I got them heavy boobs. Okay, sorry. What are we doing? Um, actually, real quick, I want to take a point here. Talk about this Batman Superman action hotline. Oh shit! Can I call it? Uh, I mean, you got pay. I'm sure it doesn't even work anywhere. Free Bonus, prize with each call. Bonus offer. Call six times to get a free Superman shield brass pin. Each call is $2 for the first minute. No. That's what it says. If you're under 18, get your parents' permission. Like, if you're over 18. Like, so what, what happens if you call it? Well, because you call and you just basically listen. I think you just listen to, like, a Superman podcast. Yeah, but, him. like, on the phone? Yeah. Like, these kids, see? Oh! <laughs> And basically what happens is you're thinking about a story about Superman fighting a shirtless Darkseid. Oh, yeah. You know, because Darkseid, yeah. Darkseid, I mean, he's colored wrong. Yes. But it looks like he's shirtless, it which does. means, like, it's Superman. Like, it's like Superman, Superman woke him up. Superman, Superman showed up and, like, he was, like, he was, like, walking around doing the Larry Merrick. Well, he, he woke up. He was, like, having, you know, sleeping with no shirt on. <laughs> Superman just, like, rudely busts in and Darkseid was like, what the fuck? Like, bro, I didn't even have I, breakfast yet. I haven't even brushed my teeth. Got no shirt on. I would just use my Omega Beams if I was Darkseid and just fucking kill him. Well, you think that's what would happen. There's a parademon so, in there and stuff, yeah. So I have, I have, uh, I have another question. So what what prize do you get? Like You, you the, get the pin. You get a pin or does, like, you, the prize is you get to pay more money? Do you remember 1-800-OK? Do you remember OK Soda? No. Okay, so there was a soda. Maybe. Back in the... 90s had to have been the 90s um it was called okay soda and you could call 1-800-okay and it would get it would had messages that would tell you why things were okay well it was very weird and like the cups were like the cups the cans were like silver and kind of like weirdly art deco-y they were very it was very strange i think i vaguely remember that oh i do i, I called 1-800-okay several times from my gas station payphone with my friend Oh, yeah? Because we had nothing else to do. This is, you know, before cell phones mm. uh, and such. So we would, like, go to the gas station near our house and, like, hang out there, which I'm sure the attendant loved. Because we had nothing else to do. But we would call 1-800-OK from the payphone outside and just, like, giggle and, like, then run away. <laughs> Was it, did you find out that anything's okay? Apparently things were okay, uh, mm. according to the soda. Okay. Things were fine. So, just FYI. Not okay soda. No. Things are meh. Yeah, they don't have meh soda, but they should probably have it now. They should have meh soda. Yeah, where's one... Can I call 1-800-MEH? 
<laughs> meh with like many H's. Yeah, there, there was a, it was a number. I'm trying to remember. One eight hundred. There's a number like a whole. It's spelled like a whole thing. I don't remember. One eight hundred. <sighs> it's okay. Goodness, something. So, I don't know. Whatever. Hmm. It doesn't matter. All you know need to know is I had nothing to do when I was a child. Very well. Okay. So Manhunter goes to the police office. This is weird. Yeah, this is weird. Because he's a bounty hunter. Uh-huh. And you think that he would just kind of be, get his shit on the sly. Nope. But what he does is, like, he goes into, like... Their coffee room. because Their a coffee, coffee room. And looks at, like, things. Hey, apparently there's a clipboard on the wall of, like, people they need to apprehend. And so he's, like, going through, and, like, one of them he sees, he's like, oh, I can't get that guy. Uh, which guy is that? Cobra. It's Cobra. He's like, fuck that. That's not a good idea. He's like, whoa, uh, Baron Vertigo, or Count Vertigo, I can get that guy. It's like, I could probably do that. Money's good. All right. Yeah, he's like, all right, all right, all right. And then he's like, hey, are you this one woman? And it, it is her, whatever. No, it's not. Wait, then what does that other cop come in and say, yeah? No, because he comes in and he's like, he's like asking if he knows this woman. Oh, I thought it was the same woman. I he, thought, okay, never mind. He's like, hey, I you that lady I know? She's like, what the fuck? Why are you standing here with your mask up drinking our coffee? Yeah, dude, what's wrong with you? And then, like, this detective comes in and he's like, stay the fuck out of my precinct, bro. You don't work here. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and he's like, fine, man. You need my help. Fine, I'll yeah. take my giant shoulder yeah. pads out. And I'm going to whine about it. So then he's like, I'll go undercover and and go to this place. Because he's got to find, he's got to go to, like, little. Little uh, Valdeck or whatever. Vladava. Lot of because uh, because because uh, that's man, where, man, man, uh, Vertigo yeah that's he's the, the count he's of he's the that count country. of this country and he's yes. like I gotta figure out like I get some intel yeah so apparently he goes to uh, this restaurant there and like apparently a, and he's a lawyer in his like civilian identity right is that the whole deal yeah because he so. helped this guy he's a public defender I think yeah and he helped this guy keep his restaurant and so he's like oh I'll tell you whatever you want to know sit down and have a drink so he's like what's the deal. But I don't understand here because he's like he sees the family and he starts hitting on the girl. No, you know that's what I think he was just like trying to be like like joking because that girl is like eight. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I saw her big blue eyes and I just had to help. And you're like, that's creepy, bro. Don't be creepy. Yeah. Don't don't be. This family looks very Eastern European and nonplussed. Yeah, and they're like, it's totally fine if you want to hit on my eight year old daughter. Would you like her? I will take her for a goat. Like, <laughs> you can really taste the goat. Like, it, it's just, it's creepy. So, I mean, and you know he's probably just trying to, like, flatter some eight-year-old girl, which is gross. Uh, so then they start talking about, like, Basically, Nazis, and then this guy looks like Putin. Mm, yeah, Putin. Uh, and then, like, I don't know. So basically what happened is, so, uh, Vlatva, like, count, the Count was in charge, and then, like, the Russians took him. And brainwashed him into, like, being against them. Sure. And then there's, like, some sort of, like, uprising they're trying to do. Yeah, they're, like... But they want Count Vertigo to, like, lead them. To, like, be their figurehead or something. Yeah. And whatever. Basically, uh, bad people want to take over a country. Yeah. That's really all you need to know. Yeah. And, you know, we get a bunch of stuff. And, like, because, like, this guy, uh, he's asking, this Joseph guy, whoever he's helping... You know, this help Manhunter's asking is like he's kind of like I don't want to really talk about it because you know I, I feel like I would uh, be I'm uh, insulting my country, insulting my or country, whatever. So it doesn't matter. So he's like, so he's like, why well, need? Okay, great. Well, I got an idea now. Uh, so I'm gonna go call the wall. 
Call the wall. And that's who he does. He calls fucking Amanda Waller. Calls her the fat is, lady. Well, she is the greatest character in all of DC Comics. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Uh, she is tough as fucking nails, and she's a fat lady, and it's just awesome. And I wish that she was still fat, because she's not in the current continuity. Well, she's badass still. She is. Goddamn badass. So she calls her, and he's like, look, I need a, a fighter pilot or whatever, because apparently he's... They think he's being held on a base that's in Arizona. Right. Which, that's weird. So you have a bunch of people from a different country. Because <coughs> it's, 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 it's not a base that's active. Well, that's the thing. They're camped out on a closed American military base. And, right. and no one sees Because nobody happen. watches those things. Yeah, no one has a problem with that. That's weird. Yeah. So he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go get this guy. So, yeah, so he, so, so, uh, Oh, and Waller's like, all right, yeah. well, I'll give you six hours to do this, because if you don't, I'm sending him a suicide squad. Yeah, I'm going to have them do the job. And he's like, no, my money. Uh, yeah, because he wants to get paid, because he's like, well, they're going to get paid instead of me, and she's like, whatever. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> he's like, that's not my problem, bro. So she's like, she's like, I'll, I'll, you know, you can get a plane, you can do whatever you want. She's like, I don't give a shit. Right, so, they have this plane, like, doing a touch-and-go landing, and he somehow is clinging to the landing gear of, like, a fucking F-18. Yeah. Which, okay, I don't know if that's a possibility, but whatever. So he, the plane touches down, and he lets go, and he somehow does not die. Well, he's got the giant padding, and he uses some sort of magnets. Sure. Fucking magnets, how do they work? Right, and so he lives. By the way, speaking of magnets. Yeah. Oh, yes. So we were in Las Vegas, <laughs> and... We were in the casino we were staying at, and there was, like, a little gift shop. And in this gift shop are a bunch of magnets, but they were, like, DC Comics magnets, which doesn't make any sense because it had nothing to do with the casino. And two of them were Gotham magnets. So it was, like, Harvey and Jim, like, Gotham's TV show, just, like, standing there. It was, like, Gotham. And I was, like... That is literally the only piece of merchandise I've seen for Gotham. Yeah. Like, that, those yeah. two magnets, that's it. Yeah. And, like, one was a really bad drawing of Jim Gordon. Yeah. Saying something like, fear is your worst enemy or something Whatever. stupid. And I was just like... It should just be like him saying, I killed, like, 30 cops. Yeah. <laughs> just like, R.I.P. the entire Gotham police force. <laughs> R.I.P. every cop ever. I really wanted to buy them, but they were, like, four bucks a magnet. That's yeah. not really worth it. Yeah. But I thought about it. Anyway. So, Manhunter lives... Manhunter lives, and then, then we get to see where uh, What's-His-Face is being kept. Yep. And... Basically, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's not, he, he so man, so Vertigo is basically, uh, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. He's super depressed because, yeah. you know, he's made, he's been brainwashed, he doesn't want to use his powers. And he's Eastern European. And he's Eastern European, so he's really sad all the time. <laughs> he's got no, you know, his emotions are very, uh, very difficult. You know, he's having a very emotional, difficult, difficult time. Yeah, he really is. Because even when, uh, which happens later, but Manhunter says to him, he's like, we are all born for the grave. Yeah. You're like, all right, uh, that's cheerful, yet true. He's a ray of sunshine. Yeah, he really is. So he's sitting there, and like Manhunter's like, well, because basically what was going to happen was he was trying to time it out so he would get back up, mm, yeah. I guess, from like the military. Sure. And he's there a little bit too early because they're going to kill him. Uh-huh. They're going to kill Vertigo before right. they leave because he's not but useful. They, but, they, but they want Vertigo to, like, head their revolution, but they still want him dead. It doesn't yeah. make any... It, 
It's kind of convoluted. So, manager's like, well, I guess I have to start fighting. And he does. See, so he starts fighting. What he does is he sets off a diversion, like an explosion. Right. Which I actually think is funny because his bombs have layers, just like little masks. <laughs> like little, little adorable masks. Ooh, they're so small and cute. Yep. And so he sets off a diversion, and then he rescues the Count, who is then very depressed and sad. And like... He's like, hey, man, let's go. And like he's like, every nah, man. Russian novel ever. He's just spouting off sad. He's like, you're going to suffer, like, or your people are going to suffer, maybe he die. He recites crime and punishment. Your people are going to suffer, maybe going to die. Uh, you're, if this Olympic revolution goes forward, what about them? He's like, what of them? They die tomorrow, they die today. Who cares? We are all born for the grave. We are all, it sounds like a goth song. It really does. It, it does. It's uh, life is pain, et cetera, et cetera. He should just go sit in a coffee shop. Smoke clove cigarettes and write bad poetry. So in order I to, did when I was like <laughs> so in order to get, to help him out, Manhunter just punches his face. Yep, punch him in the face. Because this is DC Comics, and that's what we do. We don't talk. We punch. We don't talk. We punch. Yeah. And he punches him, and, and Manhunter's and uh, you know uh, Vertigo's like, you know what? How dare you touch me? How dare you touch me, fucking fuck, peasant? Fuck your fuck your shit. Uh, I'm back. Yeah, he's like, well, that's good, and I guess so. He starts fucking shit up. Vertigo just, you know. Yeah, because the other guys come back in. Um, his captors come back in. They're like, oh, man, he's back. And he's like, ha-ha, fuck you. And he's, like, making all the Vertigo stuff go on. And right, and then the military blah, shows blah, blah, up blah. outside. Yeah. And then so Vertigo and Manhunter fight. Vertigo and Manhunter fight, and, Vertigo and Manhunter figures out that he can disrupt. Because basically Vertigo's got this thing in his ear that makes him make everybody, like. Oh, it throws him off balance. Throws him off balance. Yeah. Really fucks with your shit. It fucks with your shit, and then... But he figured out that, like, what dis, uh, disrupts that is was Black Canary's canary cry. So he somehow, like, made his stick have a sonic cry sound. Yeah, he's got this mighty stick that does it's everything. kind of like Daredevil's stick. Yeah, but it's actually much cooler. Yeah, because apparently it screams. It screams, it dices, it slices... It's a slap uh, chop. It's a slap. It, he has a slap <laughs> chop for a weapon, which actually would be great because he's just slap like, chop, slap chop. Like he just stops everybody and does an infomercial and like slaps like some like. It's like watch me cut this onion. But my favorite line in that commercial when he's like, "We're gonna make, we're gonna slap America skinny." One, <laughs> one, one, one thing at a time. He's just like walking up to people like eating McDonald's, just be like, "No slap." Because he's like, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to put some tuna, we're going to put some stuff in here, slap, slap, slap. That guy went on to slap a woman, you know. Oh, he's not the one who's dead. No, that's Billy, uh, Billy... Billy Mays. Billy Mays. No, Vince... The, uh, no, but wasn't, wasn't there meth on both sides, or was it just on the one who slapped the lady? Probably on both. I know that the the slap shop guy was also the Shan Wow guy. Yes. He's the same guy. Yes. I think his name was, like, Vince Office. Something like that. And I do remember that he and I... I don't know what's that, what's going on with him now, but he ended up in jail, and I think there were a lot of drugs involved. Oh yeah, like, I mean you have to. Yeah, because I mean if you're slapping America skinny, slap skinny, slap, 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 slap. Yeah, I, I believe I, I believe that is correct. He might still be in jail. I don't actually know the. In, in if you know of the slap shop guy, guy, if you know the slap shop guy, if you want to tell him that we're talking about him, uh, you know, if he wants to come on the show. Oh boy. Tell Can him he no. slap me? I was going to say. <laughs> tell, tell him no. Invite him on. It'll just be like, I said, I said, if he wants to, but you can tell, if you say, if, if you talk to him, and if you tell him, he's if he's like, hey, this sounds like, you know, I heard them talking about you, maybe I should come on the show. 
If you talk to him, tell him no. The answer is We already no. figured it. We already know. And no, he cannot come on the show. Yeah, I don't want to be slapped. He's going to be like, a woman? Whack. <laughs> slap, slap. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what he does. He just walks down the street and like every time he decides to see the lady, he just slaps him. He's <laughs> <laughs> an awful man. He also, I think, he used to star in a lot of like shitting movies. Like you mean like kinda... the ones on USA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was in those. I don't think he did anything fun. Not like Emmanuel. No, like he didn't do anything erotic. You know, mm. just a lot of like he wasn't David Duchovny's in the Red Red Shoe Diaries. No, no, no. He was like one of those guys, like in the movies, where it's like there's a wet T-shirt contest and he's the host. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, look at that lady!" You know, and then uh, that's how they raise the money to save the the car wash or whatever they're saving. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Wait, are you saving a car wash by having a wet t-shirt contest? Or are you like saving the retirement home by having a wet t-shirt? Contest? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You gotta say you gotta save something. Like you All gotta right. save like uh, like the burger stand, the or bowling alley, the bowling alley, or like you know the the the, the co-op where you you know the main character's mom's house. Yeah, you gotta save the mom. It's like, save my mom's house. Let's have some boobies. Yeah. You know? Let's have some women dressed like uh, balconies come on out. But you, and it's always like like set in the 80s, so they're always wearing those like really high-waisted bikini bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that has the really high cut, so they're like, the leg holes are like pulled all the way up to their belly buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how guys like to back them. <laughs> that's how the 80s were, man. You're like, you're like, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like certain... Well, that's Oops. how the style was back then. That's how the style was, man. That's how that's how uh, Doctor Alchemy liked it. He just liked balconies. He just like balcon- he would have totally been up for a wet T-shirt contest. He would because it would have been probably on a balcony. He would have just got off because <laughs> he probably you know what he probably does. He probably goes to like you know probably goes to like you know like France and shit or like Italy and oh like, goes to topless like, beaches. No, he probably goes and looks at like architecture and he's like, man, that looks like a woman. And he could, oh. <laughs> He's looking at actual balconies. Well, what, what, what do you think has the best balconies? Do you think was it New Orleans? Uh, you know, because that's where a lot of people stand on balconies and they throw beads. You know that I, I'm assuming Europe probably has really good balconies. Hmm. Like because they probably like built some really nice old structures with some great balconies. Like you know what? Probably um, uh, Venice. I bet Venice, Venice has yeah. amazing balconies. Because, I mean, you can't go anywhere else. This is water. It's true. So. True. You need, you need something. Yeah. So, well, that's, I'm just, I'm just trying to help the guy out. Yeah, you know? Smart. He's going to need, he's going to need something. So to, does he just, like, go and just, like, imagine that those balconies have nipples? Yeah, like, he, he looks like, at it and he goes, he, he's like, he's like, the, he's like the sketch, he's like the sketch I went on Saturday Night Live had a long time ago was, uh, uh-huh. it was a Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. Schneider as a orgasm guy. Oh, gross. Where it was just, like, anytime somebody mentions something, he just went. Ew. You know, because he had an orgasm. That's, that's Dr. Alchemy when he's like, he looks at a building and he's like, oh man, titties. So does he like have a sticker, like stickers of nipples that he just like puts on the He balcony? has glasses, right? Oh, and, and they have, just have, have like little nipples yeah. drawn on them, he does, so whatever he looks. What he, does, what he does is like he takes off his regular, he puts on his special glasses and it's like, wow! And you hear like the, like, the <laughs> warrant playing in the background. And that's what he's looking at. He's like, yeah. And they're like, sir, you can't do that in public. He's like, I'm Dr. Alchemy. Look at my stone. <laughs> Look at my stone. The Dr. Alchemy story. Dr. Alchemy. Uh, it's pervert, apparently. It's a fucking creep. It's really into actual balconies with nipples drawn off. I'm surprised he didn't get his own Virgo series, to be honest. That would have made a lot of sense. Why is this book not suggesting for mature readers? <laughs> Anyways, 
like it. Anyway, so Doctor Alchemy, yeah, he's not in this anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, Manhunter manages to subdue Vertigo. Yep. And then uh, the other guys escape. These other guys escape. That guy now he looks like Stalin. Yeah, Stalin. <laughs> Stalin and his buddy Blue Hair. Stalin and Blue Hair are like <laughs> our uprising is uh, screwed up, and he's like, "Yeah, well, maybe not." He's like, and yeah, that's it for the book. We'll we'll win somehow. We'll win. Uh, nobody cares, guys. Guys, we're a bunch of characters who won't care about because like it's not Doctor Vertigo's fucking book. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know they're just like, oh, okay, well we'll, we'll we'll do better next time. And it's like, well, what about Manhunter? Does he go yeah. back to the police office? Does he, does he get the money? I does mean, he get the money? Does he find Doctor Alchemy's uh, boob glasses? Yeah, he's just looking through them. He's well, like, yeah. He's like, yeah. But, you know, I, I think I see where this guy's coming from. He's really into balconies. It's like, I think I am too. 1-800-I-feel-okay. That was the number. Oh. Of the soda. I thought it was just, I thought it was like, 1-800-okay. Yeah. No, it was a thing. It's, well, how are things now? Can you call it? Uh, no, but apparently there is a story of OK Soda on BuzzFeed that you can, like, read. Really? Yeah. BuzzFeed being broke? Yeah, I guess. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. Because they're like, well, BuzzFeed's like, I'm like, what do you mean BuzzFeed got no money? That the fuck, tell them to stop fucking doing a million podcasts that everybody listens to. Are you okay? What, do me? You, do you need to call 1-800-I-FEEL-OKAY? I don't know. Will it make you feel better? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. What, but I don't even know what BuzzFeed does. They make lists, and apparently they have podcasts that everybody loves, and I don't understand why they love them. I listened to one. I didn't love it. Maybe you just pick the wrong one. I pick all the wrong ones. That's all I do is pick the wrong podcast, and I go because everybody's like, "I love this podcast," and I'm like, "Oh, what is this, what's good about this podcast?" And I go, "I don't know if I love it." Okay. I'm having a meltdown, guys. I, I know that. Are you? You know, maybe, maybe. Should, should take, I call that number? Yeah, maybe we should take a break. We'll call quick, 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 quick! Put Doctor Doctor Balcony's glasses. Yeah, we're gonna put Doctor Balcony's glasses on you. Doctor Balcony. Doctor Balcony's glasses. So everything you look at has has nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live my life. What if you position them so, like, every time you look at somebody's face, their eyes were nipples? Oh boy! What a horrible existence. <laughs> what a horrible yet erotic existence. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a good catchphrase. What a horrible yet erotic existence. Yes, yeah, so I think that would be a good thing to put on a shirt. Yeah, I agree. I wish I wish I wish we were more popular to make people made memes of us. So we have we have a good we have fans. We have some, we actually got a very nice letter this week. We did. And, it was uh, not about nipple blasts. No, no. He, he, it was about actual things. It was about actual things like he actually took the time to correct us on something, which great. Yeah, which, please no, correct us. We, no, he had actual facts. Uh, he had actual facts, uh, not like uh, hypotheses about no, not about or, or rants about BuzzFeed and their podcasts and, and OK Soda, which has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. By the way, how do you put up with this, people? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. did you read that? That was a Manhunter uh, from the eighties. I don't know what volume it is. Volume two. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not read the next. Manhunter number one. seven from Winter nineteen eighty eight. You would not read the next one unless there's more balcony glasses. No. I would actually only yeah if if, if Doctor Alchemy was in like every episode, what, every always issue, getting like screwed over because he's always trying to have sex with like big busted redheads. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a, it's kind of a you know like a good book. Sure, sexy. Yeah, 
is he is he gonna be in the is he gonna be in the Flash? Because because Vertigo was in a Flash, or he was an Arrow. Maybe they can bring him back. Maybe Aquaman, and he's be like just like you know they can bring in they can like put him an Arrow, and they can make Felicity wear a red wig. Oh man, and like wear a padded bra or something. Just 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 put like two boxes in her chest. <laughs> just put like just ever walk around. It's like ah. I'm such a balcony-shaped woman. How do I live my life? <laughs> balcony-shaped woman. Maybe it's just a t-shirt with, like, balconies on it. It's, like, <laughs> printed. Just, that's the pattern. It's just balconies. And it's just, it's just Dr. Alcott just sitting in a park, and it's like, doot, 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 wah, 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 and a target acquired. <laughs> it just, like, zooms in. It's balconies. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like that song, that mellow song. Yeah. The yellow. It's like, yeah. It's like, you know, wow, wow. Ferris Bueller. Man, these are good ideas. I know. Well, I mean, we're just brilliant, obviously. <laughs> <We're> just brilliant. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with the next one. Hi, I'm Andrew Steven, and you probably don't know me. But I host a show about comedy, the internet, and television. It uses NBC's new streaming comedy channel, CISO, as a jumping-off point to tell stories like Looking for Bill Murray. The path eventually led to Bill's youngest brother, Joel. Someone knew Joel. That's me. I've always been a boxer's guy. I'm Billy. My brother Ed, who's the oldest. My brother Brian. Prank calling Steve Martin. But the best thing that we would ever do is we had a two-line phone system in our house. So we would dial one number, like we would dial Steve Martin, then we'd dial Martin Short. And then we'd conference call and take ourselves out of it, and they would both be like, Oh, what's up, Steve? What's up, Martin? Plus, the UCB's Matt Besser sings, Cannabis oils butter wax and shatter. Kulop Vlasak talks about how she created bajillion dollar properties. It was going to be two female uh, real estate brokers, and we were going to call it two broker girls. (laughs) (laughs) And Dan Harmon teaches me how to write a story. Like, with only a couple of lies, you can make a hero out 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 of a villain. So if you like comedy, you watch CISO, or you just like interesting stories, be sure to subscribe to the CISO C Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find more info at sideshownetwork.tv or CISOshow.com. New episodes every Monday. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network, uh, where our comic books suck. Uh, (laughs) Yes. True and accurate. True and accurate. Uh, This week, our second book is the Marvel Selection. We are doing a... Defenders book again. The new Defenders. But this is a different era because we've done Defenders a few times. Uh, and we've done maybe like the early 80s. And this is towards more like the mid 80s. Back when it was called the new Defenders. Mm-hmm. Because this is a different team. It's a different style. Uh, you know, we're talking, we got... It's wacky. It's well, it's, I mean, it's, At least this book's wacky. Well, here's the thing. This book, particularly, I think... Uh, just from knowing it, it was written by J.M. DeBatanz. Yep. And he, uh, this is his last book in this run. Ah, uh, okay. And I think this was just like, fuck it. Like a fuck, fuck over story that he wrote. And they were just like, okay, well, we'll do this. And then the next guy comes in. And then and, you're going to go away. <laughs> yeah, and then you're going to be like, oh, whatever the hell's going on. And they start a new arc or whatever with the characters and stuff. Yes. Um, but I love the Defenders. I am a huge fan. Uh, and this is the uh, team that includes uh, the Beast. Yeah, the Beast. 
It's our cat, you. Our cat, the beast. Uh-huh. Uh, the beast. Uh, angel. Uh-huh. Iceman. Yep. So you have, like, three-fifths of X-Factor right here. Yeah. And you also have... Uh, <laughs> oh, we, okay. have a, we have a friend, guys. Hey. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we were listening to a podcast the other day. And <laughs> that was I, very enjoyable. It was a very enjoyable moment where we found out one of the hosts had a cat. Yes. And the cat was bugging him, and he was talking to the cat. And that's like, oh, that's what we do. It was. It was so very exciting. Because uh, I could hear his cat in the background, and I didn't know he had cats before. And that makes you like the podcast even more. It did. It did. And, and uh, it's probably, it's one of those things that I listen to this podcast. It's a RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast, uh, because I love RuPaul's Drag Race. But nobody I know likes it. So listening to this podcast is like the only people I have to, quote, talk to about it. Do you literally it. know nobody that... No, I know nobody in my life who likes RuPaul's Drag Race. It's just me. Well, like people you talk to on a regular basis, you mean? Or just people yeah. like... Because you have friends on, on Facebook and stuff. Well, sure. But like we don't really like ever talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. So, uh, except for like a couple mentions here and there. So I don't really have anybody to talk to about it. And, of course, talk is in quotes... Because it's a podcast, but he, they were talking about it, and he has cats, and it just made me feel even more connected. To what's the name? People. What's the name of the podcast? So people know if they if they do like our I, show and they do like. A Ru- are you into RuPaul's Drag Race? I'm certain uh, it is called, and I believe it's just RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show. That's it. Yeah, it's on iTunes, so you should listen to that if it's, you are a fan of that show. Everybody should be a fan because of that it's show. probably it's just show. equally as insane as the stuff we talk about here. So it's the best show. Um, so the new defenders number one thirty one from May nineteen eighty four. Uh, I was four years old, um, and so this uh, team includes includes the, the Beast, Iceman, and Angel. Yep. Also includes Gargoyle. Well, of Gargoyle. Also, there's some ladies. Cloud. Cloud. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sorry, you have the worst name. Cloud. Uh, also, uh, Valkyrie mm-hmm. and uh, Moon Dragon. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big team, and they're hanging and they're, and they're hanging out in uh, New Mexico. But we'll talk, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but this one, this one is called "If This Be a Wal If This Be Walrus." Dot 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 dot. Point. Exclamation point. Sure. And right away, we are treated to an image of, uh, best described as uh, John Lovitz. Yeah, in his boxers. In his boxers, on the white t-shirt, uh, wearing, uh, being strapped to like a board, like a like a friggin' uh, it's a Frankenstein Frankenstein monster. monster thing. Yeah. And it turns out this guy's name is uh, what's his name? I don't even know, but he's being experimented on by his crazy uncle, Uncle Humbert. And this poor guy, he's just like, "Oh, you're not going to zap me again, are you, Uncle Humbert?" He's like, "Shut up!" You know, it's it's, it's the typical like kind of dumb guy getting experimented on by the uh, by the crazy family member by the crazy family members taking advantage of them. So you kind of feel, I do feel bad for this guy actually. <laughs> well, well, but I think but I think it's voluntary though. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, like, that's, I feel bad for him. And his uncle, or uh, Uncle Humbert, I don't know what's wrong with his eyeballs. He has, like, gigantic eyeballs. And they're, like, pointing in different directions, too. He's, like, he's the, he's, like, this really old man, and he's drawn, like, really ugly. He kind of looks like a witch, but, like, a dude, so he's a warlock. 
And yeah. He's got like crazy hair, like eyeballs pointing in different directions, like a big old snaggle nose, and it's just it's it's an, it's a bit much. So anyway, so he, he ties his his nephew to the board because apparently, so this guy is like your crazy scientist. And I think his nephew that he's experimenting on is a janitor. Yes, and he apparently this guy's been experimenting on him a lot because he wants him to become have some sort of superpower to the point where he has like tried everything. He, every animal he can think of, and he's down to the W's. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So he maybe needs to go to, like, to the museum for inspiration or something. Or yeah. maybe he needs to think of something else other than animals. Because it's like, oh, it didn't work. Uh, yeah, because it didn't work. You know, he tried to give him, uh, you know, strength of a turkey. <laughs> you know, proportional strength of a turkey. And uh, <laughs> proportional strength of a cat. Did he get to a cat? I don't know if he didn't say you know, he didn't say, he didn't say, he would just be like a handsome cat. Like our cat. Our cat misses us. So he is loafing. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hey, bud. I see fangs. Guys, this is fascinating. I know, I'm sorry. He's distracting me with his cuteness. He knows he can do that. So. It's almost dinner time, that's why. He's in case he's Hubert. Hubert. Hubert Carpenter. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I don't think it worked. And he's like, yes, it did. Check this out. And he whacks him with, like, a giant well, fucking two-by-four. Well, here's, here's, here's what's funny is that, and we actually, we never get the answer to this. Yeah. I just realized this because I was like, oh, we're going to get the answer to this. But no. Yeah. So after he gets zapped, basically, like, this poor guy's, like, clothes explode off his body, except for his boxers. Yeah. Thankfully. Always uh, his boxers. And he looks like a ripped dice uh, with his side. Ripped dice now. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Dice, Dice, Dice promoting his new TV show. Dice promoting his new TV show, and this is what he's doing. He's, yes. he's, he's going to explode it with a Lambda Rays, which is what's described as our Omni Ray, uh, Omicron Ray. Sure. Whatever those are. I, mean, it's, I don't know science. No, I don't know science. If, 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 if uh, What's-His-Face wants to ta- stop in here and correct me, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sure. You know. Wearing one of those really ugly vests that he wears. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, it's, it's apparently this uh, is a success because Uncle Humbert runs at this guy with a giant piece of wood. Yeah. And and, the, and it's but the, but the guy but the Hubert asks, well, how did you get to pick that up? Yeah, and he goes, never mind. And it's a really good question. How did he pick that up? Because that thing is bigger than Hubert. It's bigger than Hubert, and he was able to run into it with enough, for, enough force. So that he can see if it actually harms him, but it right. doesn't. You know, no. so his nephew has got basically, you know, the proportion strength of, uh, whatever. It's a walrus. Yeah. Just proportional strength of a walish, wal- walrus, yep. walrus, walrus, and he gets, uh, and he's super strong. And he's like, wow, it works. And he's got great. hard skin. All that good stuff. He's got uh, steel skin, but he doesn't. So he like goes back to his apartment. He's like, "Oh man, this is great." Oh man. So then we cut to the university where uh, Beast is going to give a lecture, a guest lecture. Yeah. Um, and, and he has a dressing room apparently, where he's surrounded by ladies because Beast pulls it down. Beast does pull it down. I like. I'm a big the fan. Ladies of- love Beast. But for some reason, he's very nervous. We don't understand why. And because this actually doesn't make any sense for later either. Beast is very nervous, and he doesn't know what to do. And 
He's worried about giving this talk. But he's literally got women, like, laying at his feet. Yeah, this girl like, right here literally, is literally laying. Yes. And she's like, oh my god, Mr. Beast, is it true that you're not going to get married until you find somebody who can accept you as a superhero? And then Iceman and Angel walk in, and he's like, oh my god! And he, like, bounds, he, like, <laughs> jumps over these women. Like, literally jumps. Uh, to go talk. It's funny because he does like this. Yeah, he does like. It's funny because it kind of freaks him out. Like this one girl's poor girl's like covering yeah. her face, like diving towards him as he's like about to knee her in the head, and yeah. he just doesn't. Yeah, and he's like, Wee-hee! yeah, it's pretty funny. And he's like, oh my god, you guys are here, and they're and 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 they're like, well, calm down, you know, whatever. It's like, chill out, bro. And then so they're like, oh, who are you? Are you guys superheroes too? Like, oh, I'm his booking agent. And then Iceman is like. Oh, and I'm his boyfriend, Lance. And the woman's like, oh, no. oh, I'm so sorry. And they leave. And then Beast is like, Lance. He's like, why'd you do that? Now the girls aren't going to like me anymore. They're taking all the good names, like Bruce, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, why'd you take me to a gay steel mill? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great episode. Oh, saved by a fruit. Because it's suicide for me tonight. Free again. Because it's suicide for me again. Yes, it's me again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell? Sorry, we have everybody living here with Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. We had to stop the podcast because the, the fucking uh, Sam Crow was driving by and yep. they're still here. On their fucking Harleys. Whatever. This is why please, we do this. Please don't get mad at us, Sam Crow, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> you mean the fictional motorcycle club? Well, I don't know. Sam Crow? Yeah. What if, you know, what if, what if Piney's listening to it? Piney's dead. I was going to say, I think Piney's dead. Sorry, I, just spo- I spoiled Sons of Anarchy for you guys. No, just... I, somebody I, dies. I was going to say, I don't think it's really a spoiler to say everyone dies in Sons of Anarchy. Not everybody does die, though. Well, see, that's the thing. It's not really a spoiler, then. True. All yeah. right, so... Uh, well, here's here's the here's the kicker though, is that it's been announced officially in Marvel Canada that uh, uh, Iceman is actually gay. That makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, and it's funny because there's another because there's a, there's a, I was listening to uh, Rachel and Miles or sorry J and Miles explaining the X Men, mm-hmm. and they're talking about like moments where Bobby. You know, Iceman's, like, overly, like, yeah, women, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, but it's so kind of, like... Obvious. Obvious. Yeah. And there's another one, because there's another one, too, another Defenders comic, where it's, like, for some reason, him and Iceman are just watching a workout video of women. Oh, yeah. And, like, so I think Cloud was, like, why are you watching this? He's, like, because there's women working out in it. Yeah. It's so fucking manly, bro. Ooh, boners. And he just, but here he is, he you know. Wants- it's it's okay. He just likes boys. But, he, but here he is. He's just like he's like, hey, boys, 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 and poor Beast is like, oh shit, boys, boys, boys. Well, actually, then my favorite part comes up. So, so Beast, so Beast is really all all wound up and like, so they're like, hey, watch, relax, and and so Iceman mm-hmm. decides to. He's like, hey, you know what? Iceman's always been able to cool off the Beast, right? And I, <laughs> we get this panel. Of him, like, like kind of shooting his ice, yes. like a little ice mist over a beast. Yes, but it looks like he's like crop dusting him. Yes, it does. Like he's fart, like he's throwing a fart in his face. It does. 
That's exactly what it looks like. Because Beast's reaction is not like, ah, he's like, like, like he's in very, like, he's, he's like, ah. like, pain and yeah. horror. And then he goes and throws up. And then he goes and throws up. Because it looks like he got jizzed in the ear. It really does. And he goes and throws up. And then he goes to puke. He goes, harack. You know, with friends like these. With friends like these. So, uh, they're waiting for Beast to get better. And then there's a guy in a frog costume. It's Frogman. Frogman jumping down the street. And I have to say that this is probably the greatest costume I've ever seen. Yeah, and here's the thing. Frogman is like... He's he's not like he's, it's not like this is not just like the first Frogman. No, he is like there's been like Frogman and like other like Mar you know in the Marvel lexicon yeah. for a while. Like yeah. he's been around like at this point he's been around for a couple of years. Like he was in Dirt Daredevil comics yeah. as a villain, and then I think just basically this guy is like he's the son of the Frogman of the Frogman. He's using the costume and he's like you know what I'm gonna go dress as Frogman. And I'm going to try to join the Defenders. Yeah, so I'm going to go see Beast talk because I want to be a Defender. Because basically Frogman is able to bounce with springs on his feet. Yeah, that's which, kind of his thing. Which, horseshit. Because I know, but that, it doesn't matter. I think it's hilarious and I'm so glad that we have like a fucking Z-list guy try to actually be a superhero while dressed as a fucking latex frog. Yes. Because he's even like, I wonder how the other guys keep their clothes from smelling like latex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he's putting on the latex thing, and then he's he goes and sits next to the he sits, sits in the auditorium, and he's like, "Hey, sit next to a cute girl." Oh, if you only knew, I just put, took off a latex suit. Yeah, I don't think she wants to know. No, that's something you should probably keep to yourself, bro. But then, the, so as the show starts, and then Beast just this, comes, okay. This is where I got really confused because Beast is super nervous backstage. He's just here to give a talk, okay. And when he comes out, it is like fucking Vegas showtime. He starts jumping and flipping, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? This because is an academic over- talk. Because he's overcompensating because he's nervous. No. That's what he's doing. I don't give a shit. That's not how the beast is. I don't like Actually, it. Actually, he kind of, I mean, he's very much more outgoing. He's outgoing, but I think it's just he's a very, you know, good public speaker. He's not going to, like, fucking stand on his hands and do tricks and juggle what a... Nine balls and a trophy? Yeah, I don't know why he's juggling a trophy. Well, he's like, oh, I was going to give you a talk about goats. Yeah, for some reason he was there, to, they, they was hired to give a talk about goats. No, it's like, I think that's a joke. I oh. think that's, like, he's he's like, I wanted to talk to you about oh, goats. Oh, he's doing a tight five. He's doing a tight five about superheroes. And I'm like, and like, while he looks like he's a lounge singer. Yeah, he's just kind of... Or, like, like, hosting The Price is Right, for fuck's sake. Like, it's a little over the top, the things that they're, like, making He's doing shadow puppets. Yeah, and I'm like, Beast is, like, a genius. There's no way he would need to stoop to this. He's just a very good public speaker who's engaging. He doesn't need to stoop to, like, flips to get people to pay attention. Flippity floppity. So I call bullshit on that. Yeah, it looks like Peter Parker's here, too. He's, like, looking through his crotch. Yeah, and Peter Parker's like, how does he get all those chicks? Not by doing this shit. Well, Just by being awesome. Yeah, but he's not wearing shoes. Well, he's the beast. He isn't. Yeah. He, he, needs, he needs those toes. Yeah, he needs, actually, yeah, he does need those toes because he's doing all sorts of gimmicky things. And jumping. I like how there's one scene where he's like, kind of like, he's in between two people sitting in their seats. On his hands. On his hands, like standing on like the hand rest. On his hand. So he's doing a handstand on a hand rest and he's coochie-cooing a, a pretty girl <laughs> while... A dude next to him is just like, yay! It's very weird. Uh, the, yeah, this is a really weird 
part of this book. It's very again, everybody's and, very excited to see him juggle a, a trophy for some reason. And I don't think Beast would, would do this sort of shit. No, you know what? It's the eighties. You know that's how things. Well, maybe, maybe. So then he does like a little Q and A, and actually, this, I just realized this. This is funny. Mm-hmm. So somebody's like, "Okay, questions. Who's got it for me?" And somebody is like, "Captain America, really a fascist?" <laughs> Oh, that's your first question. I honestly, I wish his answer had been like, yes, next question. <laughs> For a second, I thought it was Captain America really a racist. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is this book is not on control. Like, James J- DiMatteis is like, it's my last book. Like, fuck it. Fuck Captain America. Fuck Captain America. He's like, yes, racist. Next. <laughs> it's Donald funny. Trump under the mask. <laughs> Or it's whatever. It's, you know. That's funny. Yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, he's a Sagittarian, as far as I know. Uh, I heard he's a vegan. <laughs> um, and then he's like, he, everybody asks questions, he's like, just joking. He's like, oh, how are the Defenders different than the Avengers? He's like, oh, we shower more often. <laughs> I like how he, somebody asks him, it looks like, uh, yeah, uh, somebody's like, hey, is that your real fur, or are you wearing a toupee? Yeah, a toupee bodysuit. Like a toupee body, like a body toupee? Is it a those? body toupee. It is a uh, head-to-toe merkin. <laughs> it's like one of those, uh, one of those suits called Zentai suit, but it's covered in hair. Is that what they call them in the business? They call like, bring out the body merkin? <laughs> yeah, bring out the body merkin. Get the Zentai suit that's covered in hair, and, uh, and then Beast can go on stage. And he's doing gimmicks, and then, and then as that's happening... That's when Frog Boy. <laughs> I took a picture of this, put it on my Instagram. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So it's funny. I actually you framed it pretty good. Mm-hmm. So Frog Boy decides in the middle of the seat to start changing into the Frog Boy Frogman costume. And this woman's like, I think this guy next to me is taking his clothes off, and then he like changes into a frog costume and jumps on stage. Which pretty impressive that he's able good to. Jump. To jump on stage from, like, the middle of this. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he jumps on stage and he kind of tries to pull the same kind of, like, what Geek Beast was doing. Where he's yeah. like, hey, everybody, hi, hi, you know. And he jumps on stage and he smashes the podium. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Which he's got the grace of a fucking truck. Well, he's a frog. He's a frog. He's a fucking dumb frog. Yes. A man in a latex suit that literally changed in his, in his, in his seat. And so that's when Angel and Iceman, of course, change into their costumes. They're like, are you being attacked? Did they change into their costumes? Like, oh, I'm assuming they changed in their seats. They, they I, mean, I mean, Iceman kind of is always in his costume, but Angel, I don't know how that works. Well, Angel, like, he has his wings because his wings are hollow. And he keeps them underneath his suit. So when you don't see him with his wings, that means they're like they're squished underneath his clothes. Oh, uh, yeah, but I was talking about his... tucked act- into his pants. So do you think he wears his suit underneath his clothes? I mean, maybe. You know what? That's possible. Maybe he has, like, one of those ripper race suits, like a stripper. Yeah. You know? Because Iceman, <laughs> I can see. Is that just all superheroes wear tearaway clothes? Yeah, they're all, they all got a stripper clothes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good to know. These are these are things we think of. I do, actually, I did think about this. I like how that one guy asked if Captain America's a fascist, because that's, like, me at, like, <laughs> at, like, a Jeff Johnson being like, does Superman have a dick? You know, like, that kind of stuff. My usual go-tos. Yeah, your usual go-tos of if Superman has a dick and, like, uh, I don't know, fucking and eating or your usual two ghosts. So, in this issue, is he, like, gonna... So, actually, I have a question about why Superman likes Budweiser. Uh, yeah, you know, because that's a, that's a huge problem. That's a big I, problem, guys. Because he was drinking Budweiser in Man of Steel, the movie. Superman can't really get drunk, as far as I'm 
to, to my understanding, he can't actually get drunk. It doesn't work the same way. So he's drinking Budweiser for the taste. But maybe, you know, since he lives in the uh, Metropolis, Kansas, maybe it's all like that. You know? They only have the IHOP and the 7-Eleven. Well, it is the, the middle. Sears. It is the middle of nowhere. And, and the Budweiser. Uh, yeah, well, that's probably true. But it should have been Coors. <laughs> it should have been. It's close to Colorado. It should have fucking been Coors. Yeah, it should have been it's Coors. It's like, if it was set up in Buffalo, wouldn't it be... It would be Labatt's, yeah. Labatt's. Or Molson. Right? If his Superman was Canadian, maybe he got maybe he got into that when he was in Alaska. Yeah. You know, we're not an open mic. If know. he was, you know, it could have been Yingling if he was up that way. Well, if he was up in, yeah, Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, but no, it should have been Coors. Well, the, okay, technically there is a Budweiser plant in Colorado as well. But, anyway, yeah. continue. So anyway, so basically they're like, hey, what the fuck, Frogman? And he's like, I want to join the Defenders. And they're like, eat my ass. Yeah. You know, because they're like, we should probably shouldn't have this. So we, anyway, so while, the, while that's going on. We jump over to New Mexico in the Rockies. Hey, speaking of where you're from, mm-hmm. speaking of all that stuff, yeah. uh, and we get Currently to see under two feet of snow. <laughs> we get to see uh, the defenders at repo- in repose. Uh, we hang out now. Is this now? This isn't their headquarters. This is vacation house. No, this is their headquarters. Are they not? No, the New Avengers are based in L.A. What are you talking about? I thought These are they the were, defenders, right? But I always thought they were based in L.A. They are. Then why are they here in the... Wait, then why are they here? With Defenders? Yeah. Because, okay, so what happened was originally... This is New Mexico. This is not Los Angeles. Because that's where the West Coast Avengers are. The West Coast Avengers are in in Los Angeles. Right, and you just said the Defenders are based there, too. The Defenders are based in, in New Mexico. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Okay, now that makes sense. Because they used to be based in New York... And, the, and like a like a brownstone, uh-huh. and then they moved to like some building that Warren Worthington or Angel built, uh-huh. and now they work. They live here okay. in the mountains. Okay, and they have this like hip pool uh-huh. and stuff, and you got uh, you know uh, gargoyle, gargoyle and Cloud and Valkyrie and uh, the Moon ones. Dragon, and like first of all, it's funny because Valkyrie because well, Cloud's upset because they didn't invite. Uh, the the X Factor guys didn't invite them to go with them, right? And like Valkyrie's like, uh, like it's bro time. He's like, he's like, she's like, hey, bros are for hoes, right? Basically, yeah. And, so like they're gonna go bro down, and they're like, and they're like, well, why didn't, uh, why didn't, uh, you know, why didn't um, gargoyle gargoyle? Because he's, he's like, because like, I'm old. Because <laughs> he's old. Because he's literally because about gargoyles. He's literally like an eighty year old man trapped in a gargoyle body. <laughs> That's, that's, that's... He's like, I'm just going to want to go uh, into the early bird special. And- <laughs> we just get an early brunch. He's going to get himself some bagels, some coffee. Yeah, then he's going to be home, you know. He's not hardcore. Ba- back in his room by like eight. Gargoyle, I, I love Gargoyle. He's actually one of my favorite characters because he's such like... Because he's an old man. He's an old man who just, just like, he's just, he's just being an old man. But he's got this sweet gargoyle body <laughs> that he's able to, you know, be swim around in. He's even wearing his own kind, like old timey bathing suit. He's got his own like old timey bathing suit on that's over his wings. He's just kind of jumping in out of the pool. Yeah, but it's like one of those ones that has like shorts and a shirt. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, like, it's a like a it's like a giant singlet. Yeah. Um, I also have to say here, uh, Moon Dragon. Well, it looks like she's just about to like be in a an eighties workout video. Yeah, but here's the thing. 
Moondragon dressed very modestly for normally what she is dressed like. Because normally she's wearing, like, that dental floss, that green dental floss kind of outfit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, or like the Borat yeah, yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. No, this time she's wearing, like, an actual one piece. Yeah, one piece. And she's got her, she's got her power restricting headband on because, she, you know, she can lose her shit. Yeah. And so basically what happens is, so so they're like, so Gargoyle's like, I'm old. I'm not going to be there. And she's like, so so for some reason, Lady Moon Moon Dragon is like, see, because you, you and I must, because uh, she's like, because Gargoyle's like, you know what? I'm, I don't need that shit. And, she, and, and Moon Dragon turns to Cloud and she's like, yeah, neither should you because, you know, you need to develop your potential. You know, but for whatever reason, you don't shun Warren, you know, when blah, blah, blah. And just as that's being said, uh, Candy Southern, who's like Warren's girlfriend, mm-hmm. shows up and she's like, hey, uh, like, you what? talking about my man? Talk about my man? Yeah, let's fight. And Moondragon's like, you know what? I'm going to go meditate on the bottom of this pool because all y'all are bitches. <laughs> and that's exactly what she does. Moon, that's the thing. I kind of, Moondragon is such like a, just a, an asshole of a character, but, really I, but I really like her. Yeah. And she actually was drawn in this panel. She looks like a Barbie doll, and somebody shaved her head. Yeah. Yeah. And so she just goes to sit on the bottom of the pool, because she can't take everybody's shit. It's just goes fools. Yeah. Eh, I hear it. So, as... Okay. So now we're back in New York. Yep. And as that's as all that shit's happening, we see our buddy Humbert. Quickie Burger! He's at a Quickie Burger. Not a Quickie Mart's. And he's dressed as a walrus wearing a big rainbow W. Yes. And he is smashing things. At the Quickie Burger and just fun, just causing some chaos. Breaking well, it's shit. funny because he's like, because he's like, he's like, I told Uncle, uh, and just like I told Uncle, I told Uncle told me, I can engage in mass destruction. So like multiple times he's just going around going, woo, mass destruction. Oh, I mean, he says, woo, woo. And I'm like, is that the noise a walrus makes? Something. Woo, I thought it was... It was... That's a cow. Oh. No, walrus. I don't know what, what sound a walrus makes. I don't know either. Can it be a woo? Sure. Well, he's, he's doing he's doing the best he can. Mournful so, walrus noise. So he's losing his... You know, he's out there smashing things, and back, back home... Crazy Eye Uncle. Crazy Eye Uncle's like, you have to go and kill the defend, fight the defenders. Because he wants to be on a fucking talk show. He's like, I want to be on Donahue. He's like, if we do, if we kill the defenders, we'll be on Donahue. Which Donahue's still alive? No. No, he's dead. He's dead. He has to. Uh, but at the time, Donahue was the hot show. Phil Donahue, I this remember. This is before Geraldo. 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 Sally Jesse Raphael. He could have been a, um, Ricky Morton. Lake. Well, Ricky Lake wasn't around at this time. I know, but that's before all of these things. He could have been on Morton Downey Jr. You know, Sally Jesse is still around. Okay. Yeah, she's still around, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she tweets, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so our, our former guest, uh, Ken Reed, retweeted her. Oh, man. He's, he's a big fan of her. Sally Jesse? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a big Sally Jesse Mark. Mm-hmm. Sally Jesse Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, uh, so, but it's funny because this guy's like, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, so what's his angle? That's what's his what angle that if he, if he kills the defenders, is then Donahue going to be like, "Come on, my show today on Donahue"? Men with weird eyes who are murderers, <laughs> well, who created like mad scientists with fucked up eyes, who created a creature to kill the defenders, and also who is the father of this child? Who's the, 
He's like, you're not the unmoored. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, you're not the father. And he's like, fuck you, my because uh, it's some kid. He's like, he's like, you are the father. And it's some kid with giant eyes. Yeah, <laughs> pointing in different directions. It's like clearly it has to be your son. It's just in the two cat. Uh, the two uh, possibilities are him and Oberon. <laughs> Oberon. Yeah. Oberon's out there watching wrestling. He's like, yeah. yay! Yeah, they're like, well, you, you guys are... High father's in the audience with a hot dog. He's <laughs> a high father embroidered polo. He's wearing a high father, like, like he's got, like, this big metal chain. That, that's, like, that's, like where, Mr. T. that's where these two universes he, he got the, he got the Mr. Hate, Mr. T haircut yeah in the 80s oh that sounds like a good time yeah I like this crossover I want to see, see that show this is the best the, the Donahue uh, High Father uh, uh, the, crazy defenders, defender cre- guy crazy eyeball defenders guy <laughs> crossover yeah I like it yep it's the best um, anyway so back at the auditorium uh, they're still talking to this fucking Guy. I know they're still talking about Frogman, and that's what's funny because they're like, we shouldn't, we we we're not gonna do, we can't have you on he's the like, scene. I want to be in the Defenders, and they're, he's they're like, uh. But then somebody from and the audience, I'm thinking they really can't do any worse. They're the Defenders, but they have no, but they have like a million people on the team. So what's one more? Well, fuck him. You could have Frogman on your team. All he not? did was jump on stage and smash the podium, and he's like, hey, I want to be in your team, and it's like, get the fuck out of here. What has Cloud done lately? Cloud's, Cloud's pretty good. Cloud actually factors into a lot of their fights. So maybe Frogman can join the team. No. He's got a girl named Cloud. I don't want I don't want Frogman on the team. <laughs> I have a say in this too. <laughs> Anyways, my actually my other one of my favorite lines here, uh, where somebody in the audience goes, "Come on, give the guy a chance. Just because he looks like a jerk doesn't mean he is one." <laughs> He's they like, have a point. <laughs> which, to be honest, I, I wish, think that's me. I wish there was a line of Bat Heavy Superman. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, you look like a jerk, Batman. And you're like, hey, I'm a jerk, Brand. Uh, <coughs> Brand murder punch. Yeah, and then he just kills everybody around him. He's like, oh, <laughs> this is, it's like that college humor Batman with Pete Holmes. With Pete Holmes, where he's like killing everybody, and they're like, "What's what happened to the no guns?" He's like, "This is a gun." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, so they're basically like, "Look, so 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 so." Actually, another good one is <laughs> so Angel's like, "Hey, uh, you know, superheroes like being a superhero and shit is like really tough. It's like hard. It's not like being a milkman." And you gotta be tough. And some guy's like, I'm a milkman and I'm tough. It's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> it kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of that Seinfeld where Jerry goes out there to bomb, uh-huh. and he does this bit where he's like, he just goes, he goes, what's the deal with cancer? And he's like, I have cancer. <laughs> and then, like later after, like what's his face after he bombed? Like Kramer's like, you killed that. He's like, no, I didn't. I did horrible. It's like that guy at the cancer pit was laughing. It's like, yeah, he had cancer. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah. So, anyways, so milk, so Frank, so Angel and the Milkman are about to throw down. And luckily, Walrus comes in. He's like, woo, woo, Walrus, instead of woo, woo, mass destruction. Walrus, woo, Walrus. And they're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell's going on? You know, because, you know, and for some reason, like, what's-his-face has a giant forehead. Yeah. Uh, he becomes Red Foreman. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, because he's like somehow communicating with his uncle. He's like, but there's four of them instead of the one. He's like, what do I do? He's like, you kill them all because then we'll be on Johnny Carson. 
which, okay. <laughs> we will surely bump Stephen Wright. <laughs> oh, this guy's really excited to be on Carson. Yeah, and I don't think he knows how TV works. I don't think it matters. <laughs> TV probably didn't. To be honest, they might. Actually, it'd be great if it's just like a month later. It's like he's on forensic j- files. He's a, <laughs> he has a mustache. <laughs> Um, tiny fibers stuck inside of a frog costume. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> if it wasn't for, they didn't have the science then, but now they have it. Ten years have gone by. Now we have spectroelectric analysis to analyze the frog fibers. And then they used an aging rare aging description <laughs> to see what this person looked like today. Clearly this frog has a mustache. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Actually, funny. another good line here. This is a pubic socks. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the pubic socks. All right, have you ever Those watched? It's they don't mention much of the early these new episodes, but the early episodes of Forensic Files, they always mentioned uh, how pubic hairs get stuck on socks and travel from room to room. <laughs> Just one of my favorite moments on all of Forensic Files. They're like, there was a pubic hair in the living room, but could have gotten stuck on the family socks. Moved there. The family socks? Yes. Well, the family all wear one pair of socks? Yeah, it's like, just one pair of socks. It's, it's like it's like if you go to a shoe store, there's a store sock. Do your, fam- <laughs> do your family socks keep, keep getting covered in pubes? <laughs> you Pube be gone. <laughs> Pubic socks. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Actually... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Jesus Christ. What are, we, what are we even talking about anymore? Well, anyway, so here's Beast. Beast decides to jump at the walrus man, and he's like, time has come, my bulging friend, which, okay, <laughs> whatever. Stop, stop saying things, Beast. Anyways, he gets his ass handsome, which is funny, because he jumps at him to dropkick him, and the, the walrus man is like, uses his gut to throw him. Yeah. And he just, and actually, yeah, he uses his gut to... Like, I gotta take a picture of that. Like, it really... looks like he broke his neck. And, like, I think he's dead. dead. Claire. Yeah, Iceman should be dead. Death by girth. Death by death by broken neck. Actually, that'd be great if that was how Iceman died. <laughs> like if that was like you know like if in in he the Marvel universe by some dude's fat gut. Like just like just broke. some random one off issue of of Defenders where like they're like hey we're gonna bring back Ice you know we got Iceman it's like no we don't he died remember in the Defenders when that guy uses. <laughs> fat gut to break his neck. <laughs> yes. It's like it's like the Lego games. <laughs> when you're smashing everything, you destroy everybody, and you're like, oh, that guy died. Oh, it's because he was smashing up a hot dog cart. <laughs> and he got murdered. Um, so, yeah, they get the, this, the walrus guy is just beating the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And actually, so then, like, the big-eyed man shows up because he's, like, because he's not, he's not doing the job. Right. You know, or whatever. He's like, woo, mass destruction. And they're like, we got to get him. And then old man shows up. And he's like, no, 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 destroy the defenders. Yeah, mass destruction like, is only on the 6 o'clock news. And for some reason, he just shows up to grab some woman's ass, apparently. Yeah, he's just like, watch your hand there, buddy. It's like, Jesus Christ. What's I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know. I don't know what this guy's deal is. And, and, and then Iceman calls him a turkey like, or whatever. And he's like, that was last week. Yeah, because, you know, he was, they tried the turkey, the turkey raise on him. And it didn't work. The butterball race. And he's like, and then apparently he does beat the defenders. Yeah, he beats them. He beats them good. He does pretty good, actually. And he does a really, really good job. They're all unconscious. He's like, I win. And then Frogman's like, oh, ho, I will save the day. But what's happening is the, the walrus rays. Uh, 
the rays that they off. used on him were wearing off, and they're making them basically wearing him down. Right. And so Frogman's like, haha. And so Frogman kind of wins on a technicality. He does, yes. And so when the defenders come get regain consciousness, I do like I do like that when he jumps that the frog face kind of reacts. So like here, he's like yeah. angry about yeah. to fight him, and then he gets scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so. He does eventually win, and so when the defenders come to, the walrus is unconscious, and he's like, "Ho oh, ho! I have won! I am Frogman!" And they're like, "Oh, you still can't join our team because we're dicks." They're like, "Nah, man, because we suck." And then like yeah. the guy's dad, then the original. Oh frog yeah, man then shows the original up. Frogman shows up and like grabs him. And he's like, "No, you have my suit again, boy!" And like pulls yeah. him off with like, and they're like, "Oh, okay, well, that was weird." Yeah. That was uncomfortable. And we never got to find out why uh, Old Man was strong. I'm yeah, assuming maybe no. because he experimented on himself with the rays. Sure. It's funny because he, yeah, so the father comes and he's like, he's like, what are you doing wearing my suit? And he's like, Dad, I can explain. I'm in the Defenders. And he's like, fuck you. Come yeah. here, give me my suit. Yeah. You know, and then they're all like, all right, guys. You know, Beast and uh, Iceman and uh, Angel are like, all right, that's the end of that chapter. And somebody's, everybody's like, Everybody's like, well, they were like, well, no, we have to, like, kind of make good. Yeah. And so they're like, well, it was just an act. Yeah, because <laughs> we look like assholes right now. <laughs> yeah. And so Angel's like, thanks so much. It was such a such a joke. You guys are great. Uh, come, don't forget to tip your waitress. And then, like, the guy who hired Beast was like, that was bullshit. And I'm going to take all the money I was going to pay you and uh, use it to repair all the shit you Which, broke. Which, let's be honest... He's was right. he going to pay him like a million dollars? Because that's got to be a lot of money to fix that. I mean, you can't tell me that they had to use all that money. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money to fix whatever they did because they basically smashed through walls. Yeah. Smashed through a stadium. Yeah. You know, podium and stuff. And, yeah. And uh, that's it. That's it. Actually, yeah, then they're like, wah, wah. <laughs> And actually, also real quick, did you see the bullpen bulletin where they have this very shady picture of the Marvel crew? With uh, Mickey Mouse, but his eyes are blacked out. No, I did not notice that. That's creepy. Why is that one guy so tall? I don't know. Is that Jim Shooter? I think, I think Anne DeSetti's probably in this picture, too. Is she in the... In she's the, right here somewhere, mouse. I think, maybe. She's, yeah, she's in the mouse. Is she in the mouse costume? <laughs> she's doing it, yeah. Huh. Yeah, apparently everybody got to meet Mickey. Oh, well, that's great. So. And that's before they were owned by Disney. Yeah, before they were owned by Disney. So, so now they wouldn't have to black out his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's it for the new Defenders, or just Defenders, technically. Uh, 131 from May 1984. Uh, would you read the next issue of this? Yeah, I probably would, actually, because it's fucking crazy. I love it. I love the Defenders. I probably have the next issue. If I don't, I'll be very disappointed. I'm sure you have it. But I probably have already read it, and I'll probably read probably read them all. Yep. Because the Defenders are fucking awesome, and uh, I'm surprised that it took us this long to get to a new Defenders version of this, but... Mm-hmm. Very much appropriate. And that book came from uh, Alternate Reality uh, uh, Comics in Las Vegas, which, again, store. dope store yeah, here in Las there. Vegas. Uh, you look it up, check it out. And it's not that far up the strip. So. No, it's pretty easy to find, and yeah. uh, I recommend it. So, you know, and, I, and we don't you know, say we're not, these aren't sponsors, but I'm just pleased with places that are cool that you should go. Yeah, you totally should go there and spend money. Yeah. So, so that's it for this week's show. Um,. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Angry Hero Sean, S H A W N. Also, my Instagram is the same. And my Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. 
And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And, of course, SideshowNetwork.tv is where you can find all the great shows here on our network. Uh, you can go to SideshowNetwork.tv, check out all the stuff that's coming up. And please go to our site on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, uh, subscribe. You get it every week, you know, without fail. That's how you listen to the show. And uh, please let us know if you like it. If you, if, we get, if you think we deserve five stars, give it to us. Leave a review, tell a friend, all that good stuff. So thanks for listening, folks, and we will see you again next time. Bye.